Hello, welcome to Proudly Resents. This is Adam Spiegelman. I'm inside my car, so there's a weird echo. I know, I said I would not do any more shows. I, I just can't quit you. I can't help me. I was lucky enough to be on a show called The Rocky Minute. The guys are nice enough to have me on. They talk about the movie Rocky one minute at a time. It is a daily show. If it was a weekly show, it would be on forever. They are from a podcast network called Dueling Genre. And they do mostly or only minute-by-minute movie shows. There is a Indiana Jones one, which my friend Paul Sullivan was on. Paul is an FOH, friend of the host. And uh, I guess he was on Rocky and he recommended me. They were nice enough to have me on. Three episodes. They come out Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, episode 108, 109. That's right, 1010. So they're nice enough to give me the copies of the first two episodes. You can hear them here, then hear the third one with them. I picked up the show in the middle of it and been listening every day. And will I continue to listen after I air? I don't know. But you should. Why not? They're great. So I want to thank Doug and Jason for having me on to Jersey Boys, fellow Jerseyans, South Jersey, not here to judge. If this is your first time listening to the show... We have over 200 episodes. If you like interviews, you can go to Proudly Resents Interviews. Proudly Resents Bad Movie Pod, uh, Bad Movie Recaps. You hear a lot of comedians talk about recap films. And so much more. Type in Nico if you want to hear a lot of funny episodes with Nico. She's fantastic. She's my favorite. If you have any suggestions for any other episodes, I'd love to hear it. At Proudly Resents is my Twitter Reach Adam at Mac.com. So any comments? And just go to iTunes. Listen, whoever you are, get in there. Rate and review. No one's rated and reviewed this show since 1846. Since I released it on ColecoVision. Hey, why aren't you wearing a shirt right now? If you're listening to this without a shirt, you should be ashamed of yourself. You've kind of thrown me off a little bit. Let's be honest. I mean, I think the thing... I was like, what's the one thing I could sell... That everybody needs. Not that. No, not that either. But shirts, mother effers. If you want, if you're not wearing a shirt, you want to have a really cool shirt. Go to proudlyresents.com/shirts. You know what? In honor of Dueling Genre, who has shirts for all their shows on proudlyresents.com/shirts, type in the name of the show you like. And their shirt will pop up or type in dueling genre. I will put up a Proudly Resents t-shirt over the next couple days, I promise. Here is the Rocky Minout. Welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast that analyzes the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I am Doug Greenberg. And I'm Jason Haynes. And rounding out the week with us is Adam Spiegelman, all the way from L.A., and his podcast proudly resents. Welcome, Adam. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Oh, no problem. You're our first guest. I know what he looks like. (laughs) <laughs> we're doing Skype with video, and normally you guys do it without video. Yeah, so um, you're the first one I actually can... Jay just ruined our illusion. We want people to think that all of our guests are sitting here in studio with us. 
Oh yeah, it always sounds like that. For some reason, you gave them the swampy mic. Yeah. Well, the uh, <laughs> how about back in the day when you had to do like phone interviews and the hosts sound normal, but then the guests sound like shit. Well, you hold the phone to the yeah, right to the microphone. Is that <laughs> is that you guys? That was me. Sorry, I was oh, trying right. to. Yeah, he's watching a minute. Trying to mute it, but uh, something was happening on my computer. Ah, so that's the secret. You guys watch it while it goes on. Well, we yeah we we refer to back to the. Uh, Back right. to the video. I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah, I like to, you know, I see, I see always see things that I missed the first uh, 15 times I watched a minute. Yeah, so a big fan of Rocky and uh, from the East Coast, so that was always a big thing. And I'm of the age where uh, Rocky Three was like, because I was too young, I think, when Rocky came out in the theaters. <laughs> and uh, But not but when Rocky Three came out, the whole world just changed. And then, of course, Rocky Four was kind of like, I don't know, you wanted it to be as great as Rocky Three, but it was a little corny because it was all that. Oh, yeah. But we, we keep saying that although Rocky Four, you know, now you look back and you're like corny. When it first came out in the 80s, the 80s were corny, so it was, uh, it was awesome. <laughs> and we were kids, so it was like right in our yeah. wheelhouse. It was yeah, a big yeah, yeah. action boxing movie. No spoiler, but there was no way he was going to beat Dolph Lundgren. It was the whole time. <laughs> that guy was a truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens in Creed 2. Yeah, right. I didn't think he had a chance until the second training montage, and then I was like, oh, he's got this. <laughs> the fact that they needed two training montages knew that they knew that they were in trouble. They run out Rocky, of ideas. We need one more training montage. You think so? I think this is it. I think this guy is 10 foot 2. Even his female trainer looks like she can kick your ass. Yeah. yeah I, think, I think you're in a lot of trouble. That movie's more montage than it is anything else. I thought yeah, that was what pissed me off. I think Was that the one with the robot, or was that three? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah they were just killing time, that whole movie. It was just like, what else could we do? Well, montage, maybe there's a car chase, you know. <laughs> a car chase, a monkey. yeah. Why wasn't there a monkey in this movie? That's what it needed. It had a robot. The one, the, yeah, the one thing it was missing. With this clip of Rocky you guys sent me for this episode, uh, and I have to thank you because I've been listening to a lot of your episodes. And, oh, thank uh, you. And some guys said that they schedule their time so they can do the steps, so, you know, when Rocky runs up the steps. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make sure you guys gave me the boringest, dullest clip. <laughs> Rocky is purposely doing nothing, where he is avoiding fighting for the entire clip. Uh, yeah, these uh, these fight minutes, man. Nobody actually. One guest requested a later fight minute, and it was only you know the uh, the moment where he gets knocked down around fourteen, and uh, Mickey's telling him to stay down. Uh, other than that, nobody wanted fight minutes. <laughs> well, there's really not a whole lot to uh, talk about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well. Well, what do you think? What do you, you think his... I mean, obviously it worked, but him avoiding... Do you feel like when you watch it the first time that him avoiding actually fighting that he's just given up? Because he, he kind of builds up how he's not going to give up. Uh, we, well, we're no. talking about this this very first round? Yeah, I mean, it just seems like... Yeah, but... Kind of, what, isn't that almost every boxing match? I mean, most for the most part, unless Tyson knocks you out in the first 30 seconds, you're right. kind of feeling each other out, moving around, trying to get your legs underneath you. Trying to see what the other guy's going to do. You know, I, I always thought boxing was boring the first couple rounds. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, he kind of, yeah. kind of, but. Well, here's proof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, know. I guess you, you, maybe you take a, a round or so to feel out the other fighter, try to see where you can work your way inside, maybe. Or just try to make the fight as long as possible. I mean, except for like you were saying, like Tyson fights. You kind of yeah. want the fight to be exciting. Right. There, I was watching. I, I I don't know why, but lately, almost like once a week, I watch like old Tyson fight clips, 
And man, he came right after you, right? <laughs> scared the crap out of me. Just watching his fight scares me. Yeah. What a what a scary person he was back in the day, man. Oh, he really was, and he's changed. Um, I had a chance to work with or interview him for TV shows, and the wow. first time was before I think he just got out of jail for rape, and so that was like the scary Mike Tyson. And then there was kind of the drunk Mike Tyson, and then now there's the kind of reflective old right. Mike Tyson that's kind of like he's always been like a nice guy but always scary as hell yeah you, you say one wrong thing and it sets him off didn't he stab a, a reporter in the head with a fork <laughs> I don't know if that's true but here's a great <laughs> clip I hope you're not talking about the same clip where a reporter just brought up the rape yeah and um, he's like why the hell did you have to bring up the rape and yeah he went at him and oh he was he, called, he was like you know you're a piece of shit that one he called the rapist called the reporter a piece of yeah. shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's how wrong the reporter was. I did. I, the rapist <laughs> was in the right. That's how wrong he was. I have seen that clip, yeah. I remember yeah. the famous clip where they asked him about the medication he's taking. He says, uh, he says basically, Zoloft. I'm taking the Zoloft to keep it from killing you all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is scary. I had him on a show, and he had to come out in a costume. And they're like, give him a list of these funny costumes he can come out. And one was, and so I said, Mike... We're going to do the show. It's Halloween. I want you to come out. Uh, here's the costumes we want you to come out. In. And he says, I want to be a gynecologist. And <laughs> you cannot be a gynecologist. It was right after you got out of jail. No, you cannot yeah, be a gynecologist. No. I want to be a gynecologist. So I gave him the list of things. And one of them was Dracula, which is weird enough. Like, <laughs> I want to be, yes. I was like, oh, thank God. I want to be a Dracula gynecologist. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. And so when he got here, I was like, you know, we got the Dracula costume for him, and we're like, oh, no, what are we going to do? And then um, his manager guy, who's a sweet dude, like normal, you know, 25-year-old looking, just a sweet, normal guy. And he says, uh, I said, you got it. We can't do gynecologists. You got it. I'm telling him, you yeah. got to tell Mike we can't do gynecologists. And he says, no, no, go ahead. Tell Mike. It's cool, man. Tell him. <laughs> tell him. So I walk in. And this is how, and I was like, "Hey, Mike, you know what? We uh, we just can't do gynecologists." And he said, "Okay, <laughs> really?" <laughs> but I really thought he was gonna kill me. Yeah, I know. Done. Gotta give him some points of creativity. A vampire gynecologist. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if that doesn't win you an award at the costume party, I don't know what would. <laughs> right. Definitely, definitely most original. <laughs> There's nobody else with the same costume. No. <laughs> In history. Slutty, if you're a slutty gynecologist, uh, vampire, Dracula. <laughs> you never walk at a costume party and go, oh, you're the, the vampire gynecologist too? I told come you on. I was going to do this. Was, oh, come on. I knew I should have been the bumblebee. <laughs> the slutty bumblebee. I should have been the Trump. No one else is going to do that. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, yeah. What do you, so, what do you think about, we'll talk about the clip. Well, let's go through it here. First, um, like, the, wait. Did you lose your... How does it start? Oh, oh he's just... Someone yeah. should have watched a minute before the... No. <laughs> before the, uh, started a he's minute just, show. Uh, Rocky's just kind of bouncing up and yeah, down. Yeah, they're just the, kind of, like, loosening up. Yeah, yeah, uh, right. The guy fixes up Paul's hair. Paul's getting his hair done. And the announcer makes a comment about he's worried about his hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, you notice, Adam, how dark the arena is? Yeah, it's because there's nobody there. <clears throat> Yeah, pretty much. No yeah, they they had to darken it out because they only had like a handful of extras. So they filled out the first couple of rows and everything else they kept dark. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that makes sense. Yeah, yeah they, they, sometimes when they flood the lights from the outside in mm -hmm. to kind of into the camera, you know? Oh, so yeah, yeah. Look, so you look blind into you. the lights. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, they didn't have much of a budget, right? They didn't. No. Have... No, they stretched it as thin as possible.
they spent all their money on the whitest suit possible for the announcers. Those lapels. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't, are they? Are the they? Seniors, <laughs> yeah, are, are they like the uh, like the Goodfellas wide uh, yeah. <laughs> wide lapels? They fell off a truck. <laughs> wow, I was just watching the clip. It was so boring that it ended, and I was like, well, "Why isn't there more?" For the start, <laughs> it's crazy when you're only going one minute at a time. Yeah, what's your? Exp- I know um, one of the last uh, little behind the curtain last interviews you've done. What has it been like watching this movie minute by minute? You really pick up on a lot, on a lot of little background things and nuances that when you watch the movie as a whole, you don't really notice. But when you're watching one minute and kind of pouring over every detail of it, you pick up a lot. Yeah, but you also lends it to some overanalyzing. Like there's a lot of things we look at, and we're like, you know, we're ripping it apart you think they were thinking of this or that and probably mm-hmm. wasn't any of that oh well, yeah totally. <laughs> it's just it's all, all they had <laughs> but you yeah you seem to know a lot about what's going on in in the film and uh yeah, well we have know. the internet so we, yeah. we google everything tell me more, <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> we have these machines in our house where we can look up basically anything <laughs> anything you want to know about we can look it up that's not going to go to j o u g l e <laughs> Let me Google that. Figure it out. Wait, Google? Yes, Google. Wait, you're right. Sorry. You we don't go. want to give out all our secrets because then everybody would uh, have these computer computer things. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Scott. So the bell rings. Uh, the announcer declares that it's the bell for round one. And here we go. Rocky is totally focused here. How he comes out. He's doing a lot of shoulder, shoulder bouncing He's around. Yeah, there's a lot of shoulder moving on. He's, he's like a circus clown. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> Joking around. You also notice right away the difference in their fighting styles. Like Rocky's kind of like lead feet planted and Apollo's doing his dancing around and moving around a lot. I, I thought boxers were to keep their hands up so they don't get punched in the face repeatedly. I thought yeah, that was he, the whole he point. doesn't really do that. Okay, all right. Oh, he's, he's, he is long. getting... You think after the eighth time getting punched in the face, he'd hold his hands up. Oh, he's getting peppered. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Rocky yeah, takes not hurting. That's what I'm trying to figure. I thought Apollo was missing because the way he's reacting, but he's not. He's hitting him. They call him Rock because he's got a rock head. <laughs> now he does. Callus. He's got calluses. Yeah. <laughs> well, he there's, takes a few like wild rights that miss. There's a lot of Apollo's punches that uh, clearly aren't anywhere near his face. I think they could have done a better editing job, switch the camera angle or something. Oh, I just Make saw it, one uh, as you were saying it. Yeah. A little more realistic. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I think fight fighting has gotten gotten much better nowadays in movies. In movies, yeah, fight choreography has gotten yeah a lot better. The script calls Apollo a master of fist men. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, is it? That's the other uh, minute by minute movie show. <laughs> fist men, minute by minute. As long as, as long believe as it or not, it's a porn. As long as he doesn't call him master of fisting, we're, we're good. <laughs> They're in different parts of the video store. Sorry, sorry if anyone's listening to this with their children and you have to explain what I meant by what fisting is. Well, it's like a boxing punching, term. But inside. <laughs> uh, the announcer says that the champion doesn't look his look the best he's ever been. No. I think it looks pretty damn good. How can you tell that from from 15 seconds of, yeah, I know. of boxing? He doesn't look the best he's ever been. Well, we all know that he's taking his fight pretty lightly, so... I'm sure he didn't put his all into training. No, I didn't see one training montage with with Apollo. No, my, Apollo. No, no, he needs like two or three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't know. He didn't realize it. And in fairness to the announcer, he, what else is he going to say? I mean, he's yeah. trying to kill time like the rest of us. 
<laughs> just like the rest of us. He's just telling old war stories. He's talking, going, reading his laundry list, you know, <laughs> groceries. What's he thinking about when he's smiling? Who? Apollo. It's just a show for him. He's just being a showman right now. He's dancing around. He's smiling, having a good time. He's just toying with them right now. I say he's trying to give the fans their money's worth. So they're going to get their money's worth, all right. I don't know about that. If only I could see into the future. Yeah, yeah. And I love the coordination of the uh, ring with the stars, colonial mm-hmm. stars, and then his shorts with the stripes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I like they, they do a couple of, a few like overhead shots of the ring. Yeah. And it's I like those shots, those wide shots, those overheads. Uh, All right, what else you got from the announcer? He does a thing where, uh, like a taunting thing, where he puts his hand out like he's gonna put it on Rocky's forehead. Oh, like he's a kid. Yeah, Yeah, he did a thing to the little kid, and they can't hit you. His arms are longer than theirs, and they point out that he's taunting Rocky. No shit. Sylvester Stallone wrote out every punch of this. Like, um, they called it like a ballet. The way he. Um, wrote out the choreography. He turned in 32 pages of it, and they rehearsed Apollo, Apollo, Carl Weathers and Stallone. They rehearsed for weeks. How many hours? I don't remember. It was like 30 something hours worth. Yeah, it was like 30 something hours. Of, and that's uh, crazy. Um, John Allison, the director, shot it on eight millimeters so they can go back and critique and kind of you know tinker with it and toy with it. And the way they did it, they uh, divided the ring into a clock so they knew where they were gonna be at at which time so everything from punching to the head snapping back had to be practiced and poured over and like i said where the camera's going to be they tried to i mean i think they did a fairly good job of not making those punches look phantom for 1976 yeah if this was made today you it would not mm. what do you mean? Not like, what's the updates what's uh, i think i think it just got better at it you know, like this is, and first of all, Rocky wrote out the whole thing. He's never, no, John Adelson, who directed the movie, admitted he'd never seen a boxing match in his entire life. Mm-hmm. You know, Rocky is not a is not a boxer. He wrote out the whole thing. So I think now you have like professionals who dedicate their lives to fight choreography, where that's their job is to choreograph a fight. And so I think if that position existed, or if they could afford it in this movie, it would have, you know. Yeah, I think they did. They actually did have fight choreographers, but they fired them or something. They left. Yeah, I think they walked off the job because of disagreements with the director. Why is that? Do you know any of the reasons what the big deal was? Uh, I think they wanted to do it one way, and the director, or uh, or was it Stallone? Because Stallone wanted his hands in every every part of this. He wanted to write out the fight and everything. So I think there was some headbutting over that, too. Like People that have been in the industry kind of looked at Stallone like, who the hell are you? you know, right. the, new, the new guy in the business. So I wonder if there's like in a, in a good way that it's not as authentic as a fight. Like it's just more of it's written more as a film than as a fight. So they wrote the fight scenes in this. Like this is the first movie that had the fight scenes look like this. <clears throat> in past movies, it was uh, you know like a camera looking at a fighter who's just throwing punches at the camera. I guess from the perspective of the other boxer, but now they they film this in a way where. We're seeing it as an audience member. Hmm. Oh, is that so? In the old days, we were what the, the getting other hit? fighter, yeah. Oh, oh which oh. was easy to do because you're just throwing a punch at a camera. You're not exactly, hitting, yeah, just pretending to hit somebody, right? And and the uh, and it, when it did show the two fighters in the same frame, it <clears throat> is very tight shot, and you really couldn't tell what's going on. Well, so like I don't know if you're, uh, a lot of football. Mo- I heard the director say this that 
football movies look more realistic when you watch the movie when they're shot not on the field but from off the field like we're used to watching on TV because mm-hmm. we're just so used to it, that's what a football looks like. That's how so we relate to it. Yeah, so we relate to it, right. So when the camera's on the field, you're just kind of like, this doesn't feel real. Mm. I mean, obviously that's changed because, you know, it looks different. TV uh, football looks different now. Yeah, they have those, that ca- camera on a on a wire that kind of looks at the whole field. Yeah, um, and guys have selfie sticks. Close which up. I think kind of hurts catching, but I think <laughs> <laughs> it looks great and their hair looks good. Hey, that's their priorities. Looking good. Yeah, sure. Find anything? No, I'm just looking up some things. Don't mind me. I don't. Uh, the uh, on the the audio commentary of one of the boxing trainers, Bert Sugar. He said, "So far, Rocky's best punch is his left jaw to the right jab." <laughs> <laughs> Old school boxing guys, man. Yeah, it's pretty brilliant. But that's, I mean, we somehow managed to squeeze some material out of a pretty boring minute. Yeah, that's an awful minute, man. To to analyze. You have anything else, Jerry? I'm watching, I just YouTubed old, I just put an old boxing, old movie boxing scene. I don't know what, what movie it's from, but uh, man, is it terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we described. Holy right? crap. It's awful. Oh my God. I encourage everyone. Old movie boxing scene. Even Raging Bull, which was after this. Now, Rocky kind of paved the way on how a fight movie should be filmed. Right. And Raging Bull went back to the old school, old style way of doing it. But then again, Raging Bull wasn't really centered around boxing. No, yeah, I wonder why they did that. Because they have the obvious, the knowledge now. You know, it was obviously yeah. a conscious choice why he went back to the old school look. Yeah, I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe for I that know, reason care. to make it to me <laughs> to make it feel like old school. About the fighting. We don't care about the fighting in in uh, right Raging Bull. Right, right, yeah. right. You care about the brutalization he puts on his his wife and his brother. The boxing scene in Raging Bulls is not, if you watch it now, it's not very good either. No. No. Wait, do you think uh, Pesci fucked his wife? Oh, man, that's that's the question, isn't it? Yeah. I would say I would say no, because if you know what a monster your brother is, you're, you're not having any part of that. I don't know, it makes it more exciting. <laughs> it make, definitely adds to the drama, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, you have anything else for this minute, Adam? I didn't have anything to begin with. <laughs> I'm pulling old stories out of my ass. That makes three of us. <laughs> All right. So uh, tell the folks out there about Proudly Resents. What do you do there? So Proudly Resents, I've done it for years of over 200 episodes, and it's um, I, I'm obsessed with good, bad movies. You know, like, there's movies that are so bad, they're good, and, and cult films. So uh, the show is a lot of uh, great comedians, like Al Madrigal and Jimmy Pardo, coming on and uh, reviewing bad films and making fun of them. And then... As time went on, I got to interview people who made the movies. So I've been really lucky to talk to like Lloyd Kaufman and Bobcat Goldthwait. And now I've had like four or five people from The Room, the movie The Room. And um, I've noticed a lot of room centralized episodes. Yeah, just because I met somebody who got me four people. And I'm talking actually to the woman who played the mom after I'm done with you guys and uh, the one who mm. definitely oh, has cool. cancer and uh-huh. nothing. So, yeah, so there's a lot of the room. I'm obsessed with that. So you can go to Proudly Resents. If you type that into the uh, Google machine. into oh. uh, No, into uh, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> I split it up into uh, interviews, reviews, and then the room, and then like best of Adam Felber, best of Chris Gore. So you can kind of pick what you want to listen to. But 
There's a lot of good episodes, and if you want to know which one you should avoid or which ones you should listen to, just email me, and I'll send you a list. <laughs> All right, when here's the hope, and you get in touch with Tommy Wiseau, too. I've interviewed Tommy Wiseau. Oh, you did? Yeah. It was oh, one of the see, I missed that one. That's yeah, cool. uh, he was, I talked to Tommy, Denny, um, the woman who played Lisa's frisky best friend. I'm going to talk to the mom, and I talked to Chris R. But Tommy was uh, impossible. That was an impossible <laughs> interview to do. The guy's crazy. <laughs> it's, you just hear how frustrated I am, and I just <laughs> give up in the middle of it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He keeps promoting his stupid <laughs> web show, so every question oh, I have yeah. is... I can't wait to watch your episode called blah, blah, blah. Now, let me ask you a question about this, because that was the only way I thought I can get through to him. Uh, and? <laughs> and you didn't. And, and the, yeah. It was <laughs> it's worth listening to, just because you can see the steam coming out of my ears. And I don't know. Crazy. Somehow I missed that one when I was pouring through your catalog. I'll have to go uh, back yeah, and check it out. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's an old one. Uh, so it's in, if you go to Proudly Resents, The Room, that'll be a whole list of just room ones. Nice. Nice. All right. All right. Um, well, you can find us on Twitter, Rocky Minute, our <coughs> listeners page on Facebook, <coughs> Mighty Mix. So come join the conversation. Duelinggenre.com is the website where we release our episodes. We're not the only ones on there. There's a whole bunch of minute-by-minute minute shows and just other entertainment-based podcasts out there. So go check them out. Mm-hmm. Um, Apple Podcasts, <coughs> stop by and give us a review. Yeah, and if you uh, want to send us an email, RockyMinute at gmail.com. Come back tomorrow while we continue some more boring fight stuff on a new episode of Rocky Minute. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Hi, I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And we're the hosts of Harry Potter Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. Join us as we argue about whether or not McGonagall would meow at Dumbledore. She wouldn't. As we ponder just how much Harry's fortune is worth. Just $40. As we guess how much mileage one gets out of an Ollivander wand. 100,000 jinxes. As we detail the ins and outs of Hogwarts Castle. It's only a model. Join us Monday through Friday, only from DuelingGenre.com. Mischief managed. Dueling genre. All right, hit it. Oh, oh, we're ready now? You guys are done playing games? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast that analyzes the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I am Jason Haynes. I'm Doug Greenberg. And joining us today is Adam, not Spider-Man, not Springsteen, Adam Spiegelman. Hey, how you doing? I'm sorry, I'm not either one of those guys. <laughs> I am on the ceiling right now. No one knows. No, that. we're sorry because uh, I mean, <laughs> well, you, you can't know. get Spider-Man or Spielberg. You, uh, or Springsteen. Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> those three. I even take Spielberg. <laughs> you would take him. I, I appreciate. I think you're right. I would too. I would too. Fuck Spielberg. Let's be honest. Come on, we're watching Rock. <laughs> uh, you'd be third. I would, I would actually. I'm not a huge Springsteen fan, so I would, a Spider-Man obviously Whoa. would be number one if we can get him. Totally. But Adam, you, you'll be second, and then I'll put Springsteen, and then Spielberg. I'll take it.
I can't believe you like live it. in Jersey and you said Spiel, uh, Springsteen third. Or I know that's that's a. Uh, I didn't know I was the native son of New Jersey. <laughs> I, I'm not Springsteen. I, I like a Springsteen song here and there, but I'm not a big fan. I'm not like over the top. I could I could keep him or take was take him or leave him. Take him or leave him. Have, I do like a, a summer night when I'm out at the bar and I'm drinking like a good Thunder Road acoustic version by a cover band. That, that that's always a hit. We have our Jersey fans are pulling their hair out right now. I was a big Bon Jovi fan, though. I'm Bon Jovi, okay. Oh, yeah, what's your feeling about Bon Jovi? I love Bon Jovi. When I was growing up, man. Not now. Why not? I don't know. I like to throw on a Bon Jovi now and then. The old Bon Jovi. Oh, you know, I play the old Bon Jovi song, but I play them now. The stuff he puts out now is... I remember when uh, me and my girlfriend... Uh, my first girlfriend I ever started dating. Our song was "Never Say Goodbye" from Bon Jovi, as was everyone who started dating in the late eighties. <laughs> right, right. But uh, and then we broke up, and I called her answer machine and left her. I played uh, "You Give Love a Bad Name" on her answer machine. <laughs> I showed her. Yeah, that guy did the whole gamut. He did from yeah, love to breakup. <laughs> she entered the nunnery after that. <laughs> <laughs> she said she really put me in my place. I better rethink I my life. Wow. wow. She friend requested me on Facebook a couple of months ago. I never responded. I'm still not sure how I want to handle it. <laughs> I have to think about it. Better queue up the Bon Jovi, though, just in case. Facebook is like chasing you with all your terrible mistakes as a younger mm-hmm. person. Oh. You know, right? All your adolescent bullshit you did. Now there's someone on Facebook who gets to tell your wife about what a dick you were leaving messages yeah. like that. I'm just glad Facebook wasn't around when I was a teenager because I'm sure I could look back on some of those moments and, you know, kind of just facepalm myself. Yeah, or if everyone having a, a camera in their pocket and not worrying about mm-hmm. using up film. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. You fall on your face. You're like, I don't know if I want to take a picture of it because that's like a dollar a picture. Yeah. <laughs> I want to save it because I was going to the museum later and I don't want to waste it on your broken teeth. <laughs> Because you got to take it to Walgreens and oh, no, you, wait. It wasn't even wait the hour. Yeah, no hour. When we were kids, remember you had day? to put it in the little yellow envelope and drop it off, and it took like a week and a half to get it back. <laughs> and, that and then hour you got the negatives bullshit. with it. Never. <laughs> it's never now. You get back there in an hour, like fifty nine minutes, and you're waiting. And you're like, oh, I'm sorry, it's gonna be another ten minutes. And then you come yeah. back an hour later, and you're like, we're sorry. This whole technology <laughs> is bullshit. <laughs> it's 1985. What do you fucking want from me? And they gave you the negatives in case you wanted to make copies, which no one ever did. No. Oh, the negatives. Yeah, what am I, a scientist? What the fuck am I going to do with the negatives? I brought you the original pictures. Why do I need the right. You need the negatives. I'll call you if I need a new one. I'm not going to copy with it. Now I got all these dumb pictures and then the negatives in that little pocket in right. the front. And yeah. The yeah I can't throw front. it out. I don't know what to do with it. But thank God for that stupid pocket. Someone made a million dollars over that stupid pocket. I want to go. I want to go like, through like, some old boxes and find some negatives and bring them to Walgreens today and be like, I'm to make copies of these. Yeah, and there's always at the end of the re- of the roll, there's always that kind of red bluish picture. Yes, yes, yes. That's like the best shot. I was trying to show my daughter pictures of her grandmother, who she's named after. The only picture I have is this terrible reddish shot of her. It's like, that's oh, your grandmother. Man. She was not red. She was not o- she overexposed. Was, she was a tan lady. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> Get this train back on track. Today we are knocking out minute 109, which begins with more dancing around and ends with Rocky and Apollo getting separated. Yeah, it's another, more dancing. Another thrilling episode. Well, we only have a couple seconds of dancing, and then and then uh, the first exciting moment of the fight happens. Right? There's, I mean, in contrast to the later rounds of the fight, there's a lot of dancing, a lot of moving around here, 
Later on in the fight, they're just they can't even lift their hands up. They can barely walk. Now, if you go to second uh, of this minute, we have second five and six where Apollo throws that big right hand and uh-huh. completely misses, and Rocky just knocks him down. Mm-hmm. Remember a couple weeks ago, episodes ago, whatever, when, when Rocky was training, he was just throwing these big wild hands, and I said, if you could just avoid that one mm-hmm. and then and then knock him out, and that's exactly what Rocky does. I could be a boxer, basically, I think, because <laughs> this was – I called this weeks ago. I said, just got to avoid that one punch right there, and then you go in and, oh, man, knocks Apollo down for the first time in his career. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was a good shot. Is that – would that, would that be qualified as an uppercut? Uh, I don't know. What am I, a boxer, dude? Oh, my glass <laughs> Joe, what do I know over here? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Dude. Yeah, no, that's, that looks pretty uppercut-ish. Yeah, no, that's an go, uppercut. The bar crowd goes wild after that, though. Well, look at this, man. Apollo's knocked down, dude, and he's he's down, man. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they, they point out the first time the champion has ever been knocked down. And Rocky doesn't know what to do. No, he doesn't. He's, he's, he wants to like jump on it like it's an MMA fight. Like get on him now. Like now you should be mounting him and just fucking dropping the hammer on him. But Apollo gets up at the count of eight with Rocky doing what God knows what, and the referee takes about two seconds to push him away. That could have been the ten. That could have been the fight right there. And then Apollo stands up with this look on his face, like what? What the. F- just happened to what is going on here well he's definitely a little glassy eyed as they point out he was not prepared for that i felt like apollo took as much time as he needed like if he knew those two Uh, seconds counted he would have taken he would have got up at eight no matter what yeah i think that's probably the point right take as much time as you stretch it out as far as you can yeah maybe i'm projecting but that's what i would do i would take a quick nap and then her nine (laughs) pop up and kick some ass yeah seven second nap (laughs) (laughs) yeah the bar crowd goes insane <laughs> yeah, they do. I don't know, I, I, how many takes? How many do they people go, like, are... bigger? You, know, you sure you want they, this? Bigger? Oh yeah, yeah. But they, I mean, that's his hometown bar. Those are his people. Yeah, they lo- they go nuts, man. They all think he's got a shot right there. Well, who doesn't? He can win this thing, Rocky. I thought Actually, he had a know. shot a while ago because of the music. Oh, right. The bartender's really, really into this. But he, the look on on his face after he gets up is is one that says, "I've made a terrible mistake." <laughs> I shouldn't. It's have one. Taken like I said, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's one. I mean, stunned. I guess you go with like, and he's looking around, and he's just like, "What?" He doesn't know what happened. What just happened? Well, Jay, the script. Um, oh, here we says, <laughs> It says that Creed's eyes show disbelief. So do Rocky's. I, that's a fair. They've fair, captured yeah. that. Yeah. They've captured disbelief. Creed's disbelief. Rocky. Yeah. Yeah, they got it. Rocky's by his corner. And we hear little Mike yelling, telling him to go to the ribs. Let's go to work. That's Wait. all. That's it? That's all I got on that. Oh, my oh God. yeah. That's terrible. Well, then Apollo's people, they tell him, is this the same clip or they tell him, uh, no, it's the next clip. Nothing happens in this clip. About, uh, no, or not, yeah, nothing. He gets is- knocked down. There's not a lot of dialogue. <laughs> Do you think at this point Rocky now feels... Yes. Differently about the fight? Yes. You could tell. Yeah. I was asking our guest. Oh. He was looking at me. I'm over here. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see you over there. Remember how how long have you been there? <laughs> I know you're so used to just not looking in the sky, right? Um, yeah, I think this I wanna... is it. I mean, he realizes oh, he can do this because um, he seemed not to have a lot of confidence coming in. But he was just going to fight and see what happens, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, he said... 
the night before that he knows that he's not going to be able to beat him. He just wants to go the distance. And like you said, he probably just gets in there knowing that he's not going to win. Um, just trying to do his best and see how long he can last. Now, all of a sudden, he knocks down somebody who's never been knocked down before. And it's like, wow, maybe I can actually do this. Yeah, I guess. You asking me now? Or is no, no, it's your turn. They <laughs> <laughs> need hand signals. It's- it's weird. <laughs> it's weird every time I look over and Adam's looking at us. I I feel like I like for the rest of the night I want to have the computer around. Like when I'm watching TV later, just look over and see him looking at me. <laughs> like, what are you watching? <laughs> He's never gonna sign off. Yeah, yeah. I'm on forever. Yeah, no. There's definitely Rocky's face is, is a a little bit of like you said disbelief on both of their faces. But Rocky may think maybe he's got a little chance now. Mm-hmm. As do we all. Now towards the end. Mm-hmm. Apollo drives Rocky into the corner, and um, you know it's like he's like he's trying to end it now. The second he gets knocked down, he's like, I, I can't let that happen again. So it looks like he's trying to go back to that. Yeah, he's like, he's like, all right, um, he's like he's throwing he's throwing everything at it. He's going to end it quick. He's not going to do a show. He's not. Right, I'm going to show right. this guy that I can kick his ass. Jay loves my script references, oh, but uh, even now at this point, in between rounds, which the bell's going to ring very soon. Uh, Apollo still says, tells his trainer he's going to stretch it out to three. And it's his trainer that's like, no, don't mess around with this guy. Just get it over with. Right, right. It was going to be like a fun exposition fight or whatever is the word yeah. I'm trying to say. You know what this reminds me of? How Rocky, you know, Apollo was like toying with him, playing games, and then Rocky knocked him out. And Apollo's like, you know, in disbelief. And then and then Apollo gets serious right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminds me of another movie I was watching actually yesterday. <laughs> I was watching. Did you ever see the movie "Be Like Mike" <laughs> with Little Bow Wow? Where he Michael finds, yeah, no, where Little Bow Wow is a is an orphan kid, and he finds magic sneakers that make him play really good basketball. <laughs> but he, but he goes. You ever saw this movie? I was, no, I know what you're talking about. So he, he it finds, sounds like something that Adam would do on his show. He finds I the magic sneakers. Yeah. You come on my show. We should do it. Come on. We'll, but he's like a little kid. He's, he's like. like uh, I think he's like 12 years old or something like that. But he finds the magic sneakers. And, and when he when he puts the sneakers on and ties them, he's just got to say, be like Mike. And they make him play this, like amazing basketball all of a sudden. But in the in the, in the the way that he's discovered is he goes to a uh, Los Angeles Knights basketball game. That's the team. And he wins like this raffle that gives him a chance to play against the best player on the Knights one-on-one for 30 seconds. And the same thing happens. The the the, the professional basketball player is like, oh, joking around with the kid, like playing games with this little kid or whatever. And then he puts like a move on him and scores. And then the guy's like, again, you know, playing around. And he puts a move on him and scores. And then the guy like takes his jacket off and then he gets serious. And that's exactly what happened in this in this scene right here. Same thing. I just, I just want to, this is the guy pitching the movie. Be like Mike. Now there's a black orphan. It's not racist, and he plays bad. We're not being racist. And he puts it on. He's like Michael Jordan again, not racist. And the <laughs> no, 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 don't get. Why are you throwing me out? Hold on, I'm not done yet. <laughs> Wait, I was gonna add something to it. And the the star basketball player, you know, becomes a little mentor for the little kid, and he's like a, a you know a star black basketball player who likes to mess around with a lot of chicks and you know live his life or whatever. But in the end, he actually takes a liking kid. He actually ends up adopting him and. Oh, there you just go. ruined the fucking end of the movie. For oh, it's a terrible movie, dude. I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, was... yesterday was basketball day on like 
one of the one of the movie stages was like basketball night, and it was like Space Jam was on, and this movie Be Like Mike. <laughs> Would you lose a remote? Oh, just didn't feel like <laughs> did they lose the, their remote? Oh, dude, it was terrible. <laughs> this movie's bad, dude. Bad. Cinemax, we hate you. <laughs> <laughs> was it like uh, his reference to Be Like Mike, Michael Jordan? Yeah, yeah. But Michael Jordan's not in the movie. No, no. He wow. wants to be like him. Well, are they you Nike? The, what brand of uh, sneakers are they? They're, they're old, like beat up, ratty sneakers. And then, and then he brings his team to the verge of playing in the cha- in the playoffs for the first time ever. And in like a scrum for the ball, this, both sneakers, the soles get ripped off. Both sneakers <laughs> at, the same, <laughs> at the same time, the soles get ripped off, and all the magic comes out of them because the soles got ripped. Ah, oh, dude, let me tell you, man. Oh, man. that right there just made it. Unbelievable. But it, yeah, that part is bullshit. It's that. <laughs> it was it was the worst movie I've it, it's it's one of the worst movies imaginable, but I was so into it that my kid was going to sleep and he ended up he ate a lot of junk food and was like jump around his bed. He ended up throwing up and I saw him on the monitor and I went in there and looked at him and I, and it smelled and I was like, Oh, he threw up but I, I had to like leave him for a couple minutes because I had to see how the movie ended. <laughs> Covered in it's puke. Like my one-year-old is in his crib covered in, in vomit, and I'm out there because I need to see what happens when the kid loses his powerful shoes, his magic shoes. That's the pull quote on the box is, uh, better than my son's vomit. <laughs> Slightly More better important. than my son's vomit. <laughs> but it's a bad movie. Check it out, though. Uh, that's what we cover on my podcast. Yes, Proudly Resents. We do a lot of movies like that that you love that you know are terrible. If you ever find yourself doing Be Like Mike, please give me a call. No, let's do it with you. Let's let's schedule it. It took long enough for this, but let's try to do the next one. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking at her emails. We've been trying to do this since August, before my daughter was born, actually. Yeah, that's that's what delayed it. And then you reached back out to me like a month or two ago. Yeah. Well, you know, you have kids. It became easy. I forgot how easy it is. Yeah. 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 (laughs) You just let her throw up in a crib and you just move on. Yeah. (laughs) And continue with your life. Was she your first? No, my second. Yeah, that definitely makes it more busy, harder, less fun. Yeah, you can hear them in the background running around. No. Please. We don't have basements uh, in uh, LA. (laughs) Yeah. No man. Where are you in that? Well, luckily we have a basement here. Yeah, yeah. I figured that's where everyone in the East Coast must do their podcasts in their basement. Here's their garage. Yeah. But I was talking to somebody that said that they retire into their bathroom oh. <laughs> to podcast yeah, because they don't have a basement. Who was that? I don't remember. I think that might have been Jeff Ferry. I my basement is divided into um one, two, three, four rooms. One of which is like a living room, like a TV and a table and everything that I never sit in. One of them is where we podcast. One of them is just a storage area. And the other one's my where my mother sleeps when she comes over to watch my kid. <laughs> you throw it down in the basement. She has to like climb over a, an old dresser to get to her room. <laughs> but th- this room that we're in now, I, I never knew what I was going to use it for. I just put all, all of like my things in here. Like I call it an office, but I don't. I don't have any reason to have an office. It's a futon. So that's why we started this podcast, because I had an extra room in my house that we had nothing to do with. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do when this uh, movie is done? Are you going to go to the next Rocky, or are you going to stop? Uh, we're going to take a probably about a six-month break before we start Rocky too. Re- get reacquainted with the family. Right, yeah, right. I think my kid, when he's not covered in vomit, I think he started college. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I saw you, you were eating junk food and covered in vomit. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, we're going to take a little break. Uh, 
we'll check back in here and there. How far in advance is the uh, when does the show end? Like March? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think middle of March. Third wow. third week of March is uh, our last week. Wow. I believe. I mean, we had when we first started doing this, we had like a six, seven week buffer of episodes. But <clears throat> Jay went on vacation for two weeks, and because of uh, you know canceled. You say it like that, like Jay went on vacation for two yeah, weeks. Yeah. Like, I can't go on vacation. All on because you. you. Yeah, all on you. And you know, life happens, so you got to cancel some scheduled recordings. And you know, we're we're just about a week ahead now, so wow. you just got to get. The, yeah, oh, it's all good though. But Proudly Resents, where where can people find Proudly Resents? You go to ProudlyResents.com or Apple Podcasts, the old Proudly Resents, um, all those, Stitcher and all those places. And uh, I split the show up into uh, reviews of bad films, interviews with people who made them, and then just interviews with people from the movie The Room, because I have uh, about five or six of those. Awesome. Yeah. Where can people locate us, Jay? Um, you can find us at Rocky Minute on Twitter. You can find us at Mighty Mix, which is our Facebook listeners group. You can find us, um, you can email us if you like at Rocky Minute at Gmail. And you can find us on duelinggenre.com. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I finally didn't say dueling genres. <laughs> right, right. It only took 109 minutes for me to get out of that. <laughs> um, that's it, right? That's our home away from home. You can find a lot of other podcasts to listen to on there. And, uh, where else can I find us? That's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. You could swing by the basement if you're in town. <laughs> <laughs> you have a spare bed if your mom's not staying over. <laughs> just, just, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, just call ahead and make sure my mom's not staying over. <laughs> All right. And Jay's, Jay's tr- oh, go ahead. Adam. Oh, I was going to say, Jay's going to be on Prowler's End soon. We'll talk about Like Mike. You got to watch it. Oh man! Well, you gotta watch. You gotta watch it and research it for your appearance. There's no, there's no research needed. You could just take the face value, and there's plenty to talk about. <laughs> right? Well, you heard it here, folks. Look out for that episode. That's it. All right. So join us tomorrow. Adam Spiegelman will be back one more one more time. That's right. And uh, tomorrow's Friday. TGIF. Let's do it. Sabbath. <laughs> Get up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See you all tomorrow. <laughs>